Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence Strong Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lima, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 167 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And just very briefly before we jump into today's episode, if you can spare 30 seconds to help our show grow, I will be so grateful. If you listen to our show on Spotify, just below the image of our show cover, you will find the follow button. And just below that, you will see a little star icon that you can leave us, if you choose, a five-star review, and it takes literally a couple of seconds. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, the follow plus button is to the right top corner, I believe. And it also helps us very much to get our show found. If you have a few couple minutes to spare and you would also like to leave us a review, please go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash review. And we're also putting the link in the show notes and we will direct you to your favorite podcast player to make it super easy for you to leave us a review. All right. Thank you so much for your help. And let's get back to today's episode. So today's topic is quite a unique one, and we're going to be talking about the min and max of our emotional weight threshold. So before we get into talking about weight, I would like to use money as an analogy to really sort of frame this episode so you have full context to what I'm referring to. But if you think of money, which I think is one of the most tangible (laughs) things that most people have a type of experience with. For all of us, and this is very individual, meaning there's not one number that will suit everyone. And that is, of course, a very clear parallel to our weight. But let's just think of your bank account. All of us have a number, if you were to log into your bank account, that feels comfortable. We all have a number that if we were to think of hitting, it will feel scary either in savings, investing, checkings, whatever way you manage your money, as well as there's going to be a number that anything above the number, we feel there's overflow. So with that concept in mind, if you compare two people, what they consider scary, comfortable, and overflow is going to be completely different because you'll depend on your lifestyle, your perspective of what is enough and what is not enough, or at least feels like it, and so on. So hopefully this gives you this idea that we all have those almost like subconscious or it's just like a feeling, a a belief, a perception of what is enough and what is not enough. And when it comes to our weight, we all have this internal gauge that tells us when we feel satisfied with what the number the scale is telling us and when we feel concerned or definitely in need to do something about it, okay? And why is this important? Say that you start on your, you know, weight release journey and you're going well and you're, you know, doing all the things, starting to see results and you start to release excess weight. 
If we don't address and be clear and really talk about those minimaxes internally, emotionally, the moment you get close to comfortable, <laughs> that is when a lot of people stop because it's almost like, oh, I, I hit my goal, done. And then a lot of times we go backwards in terms of our habits. We start to kind of like break our own little rules and it all falls apart. And then it's a lot harder to do it the second time around because now your mind kind of knows the rules of the game. It knows quotations, the, the, the cost that it takes, the sacrifices to get back where you were, you know, some time ago. And this is important because anytime that you want, uh, I'm using weight, of course, as the main example because of the theme of this podcast, but it could also be in terms of relationships, career, whatever area of life, all these principles that we talk about every week apply. And if you were to think about this in other areas of life, you will be no different. That when we are working towards this, let's just call it external marker or goalpost, it is so easy to, when we get near or close to it, to just like ease off and lose all our progress because we feel, okay, I'm comfortable now. But the habits that got you there, in a way, must be maintained for you to stay there. And when it comes to your health and your weight, and especially as we age, our hormones play a big role. So we're going to become a little less able to quotations, break the rules, or, you know, go around, you know, the guidelines that got you there. Because now we're not just talking about calories, our hormones matter, which means that our food choices and our lifestyle and our quality of our sleep, our level of stress, all those things play a huge role. So when we start to loosen and go back into just maybe living li a lifestyle that's not as conducive to maintaining a healthy weight, things likely will fall apart. So that is why this is such an important conversation. Hey there. Have you heard of my new book, Release, A Woman's Guide to Releasing Weight in Midlife Through Becoming a Body's Best Friend? If not, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book or click the link in the show notes below to learn more and to see if this is the right book for you. I wrote this book for women to read before your next diet. And this is not a book about weight loss, another diet trend, or a magical solution you have not tried yet. This is instead a rebellion against hating our bodies and trying to change who we are. Together, we will release all that no longer serves you so you can get the body you want and make midlife the best and healthiest years of your life. I cannot wait for you to get the book. So go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book to learn more. Now back to the episode. So with that said, we all have this internal gauge of what we're comfortable with, what feels like too much, and when we feel like, wow, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm really hitting my goals here. And the reason for that, and the reason why I usually discourage women from using this scale as a benchmark in terms of success is that it's so easy to use the scale to justify either, you know, feeling really disappointed, really upset, as well as using the scale to say, oh, okay, I got close to my, you know, ideal weight, therefore I don't need to, you know, keep being intentional with my food and lifestyle choices. Yeah. The best, and I would say the actual 
most sustainable way <laughs> to do this instead is to have proper linkage between why you want to release excess weight with what actually matters to you. And I guarantee you that looking at a lower number on the scale is meaningless unless you attach meaning to it, okay? So the reason why a lot of times women want to release weight is that they want to feel a certain way, they want to escape feeling or being, you know, subject to comments and criticism from others and self, or and or they want to feel more beautiful, feel sexy, and all the things, more confident and so on. So we're either seeking a feeling or trying to avoid some sort of reaction or feelings from ourselves and others. So when we look into this whole context here, the problem is that if we want to release the weight, but we're not clear why the weight is at in the first place, what I call the hidden job of our weight, it be, or whatever ailment or you know health struggle you're facing, it becomes nearly impossible to actually release it permanently because we're not actually addressing the root cause. And if we use, say, food for emotional comfort, there is such a great benefit of continuing our old habits. That's why we do it often. At the same time, there is a high cost of releasing that habit, that food, that you know, lifestyle decision that you do that you know is impacting your weight negatively, okay? So once we become clear that you are getting something out of not changing anything or continuing to eat or drink the foods that you know are causing the weight struggles, once we become really clear what the cost is, then we have to say, okay, if I were to release the weight, what am I gaining? Because it can be very scary to actually, you know, shift your body in a way that's visible and people comment. And even if they think they're being positive, it's too attention that a lot of women don't want to have. You know, your weight and your physical appearance should not be anybody's business, but we live in a world that's so focused on it that people unfortunately do talk about and comment and ask what happened and how you did it and all those things. So once we're clear, what are you gaining from staying the same and using food or drinks as your potentially emotional coping mechanisms? So you know what the benefits are of staying the same. And then you start to actually understand why, truly why do you want to release the weight? And how does this new quotation's body or image that you are after actually fulfills what's most important to you, what we call your inner priorities? Then you start to see, oh, this is the trade-off. This is what I'm going to be releasing and this is what I'm going to be gaining. And only until that scale tips in the favor that whatever you're gaining out of releasing weight is of more benefits to you, at least from your perceptions, that we actually do it. And I know this sounds a little abstract, but basically we have this internal minimax in our minds of our emotional minimax of our weight threshold. So the moment that we feel that we're close to that comfort level, if that linkage to what is most important to you, if it's not really strong, if the scale is to what's determining your desire to hit the gas pedal and keep going, we will ease off the gas and eventually fall apart. And that is just how we are wired. However, even if you have this internal minimax, but the reason behind why you're doing this is so deep and profound and inspiring to you, the minimax has less of an impact 
because you're so guided through by inspiration that the scale is almost like this, you know, extra little benefit, but it is not the driving force. Therefore, it's a lot harder to derail you because you're doing it for your own right reasons. Hopefully this all makes sense. And the thing that is important is that this type of work is really profound, actually, and it's not easy work because you actually have to really look within and start really uncovering some of those, you know, hidden benefits and hidden agendas that we have in our minds that keeps us stuck so that you can start releasing it and really moving forward and feeling healthy and vibrant and amazing no matter where you're starting from. But that is such an internal driving force, almost like a little switch that we, you know, are able to dig in there and shift. And because this is like meaningful, deep, hard work, it takes a lot of commitment because we almost like when you're uh, renovating a kitchen, we have to go through demo day. So we have to basically, you know, make a little bit of a mess before we put things back into place. And that is very much the concept here. So if this is of interest to you and you would like to see how me and my team can help you, this is something we do that we love helping women with go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash apply. And I'm also going to put the link in the show notes so that you can speak with somebody on our team or potentially by myself. And we can discuss how we can help you make this shift. But for now, if you understand that you have this minimax emotional threshold, the next couple of steps that I want you to take is one, apply for the call so that we can talk about how we can help you. But I also wanted to leave you with one other episode for you to, you know, revisit. And this is something that comes up a lot for women. So that's episode 102, why some people get results and others don't in their wage release journey. And this episode is going to be sort of the next step to help you start to, you know, self-analyze and understand where you're getting stuck and why. And hopefully with all of these tools, we're going to be able to give you as much clarity as necessary for you to take the steps, detach from the scale and really find meaning inside within you so that your min and max of comfort level with your weights are not as important and they're not going to be deterring you or getting in the way as you get to your health and vibrant life and body that you wish to have in midlife and beyond. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.